Welcome back to the Overlooked Podcast, everybody. On today's episode of Overlooked, we talk to NFL defensive back and former Ohio State Buckeye, Tyvis Powell. Tyvis talks about his journey through the NFL, playing on multiple teams in the league, and his time at Ohio State under Urban Meyer. Tyvis also shares his thoughts on the social justice movement in football and gives some predictions on the most untraditional NFL and college seasons in sports history. Hey, what's going on? I'm sorry, I'm up here looking for my daughter's butt wipes. That's <laughs> all good, man. Tyvis Powell, baby. How's it going, big dog? It's going good. <laughs> Everything is going well. <laughs> I see you managing the family right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they are. Oh, they sit right here. <laughs> all right. <Problem> <laughs> <solved>. <laughs> hey, man, family first. We all know that. Man. <laughs> hey, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the OVL podcast. How's your day going so far? Going good. You know, got up at 6.30, got me a little workout in, went hit track later on. It's been going good. Got to go down to Columbus and do my own pod, so, you know. Man, that's crazy. You say you got up at 6, so you you still keeping that you know, college grind? You still keeping that same schedule that you've been having your whole life? Yeah, I, but ever since about the, I say maybe the 11th grade, I've been getting up at six because my high school meant my high school head coach would make me work out at six. And it was it was kind of one of those things where I like to get it done and get it out the way. So that way you got the whole day to do whatever you want to do. Exactly. But ever since ever since I had my daughter, it's like she wake up around that time anyways. So I get up to feed her. And then after I feed her and put her back to sleep, I'm like, well, I'm up. I might as well go ahead and knock out my workout. <laughs> so exactly. I got the rest of the day do whatever. Man, that's crazy. That's it's a super throwback too, because I remember back in the days when you know we like we had to choose our lift times. You know what I'm saying? And yes, sir. Everybody would be trying to go early. <laughs> yes, sir. Everybody. Actually, in college, nobody really wanted to go at six, but I was like, shoot, I don't mind. Had a whole day. The whole day is yours after that. Like, exactly. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. You got the hard part out the way. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, so pretty much just starting out for fans um, who haven't. Uh, who probably needs to be refreshed? Um, what like where did you um where are you like from originally? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I started playing football when I was nine years old. I had a um, I had a I have an older brother. He's three years older than me, and he started playing when he was like about probably like nine or ten. And at that time, I was too young to play. But I always wanted to be like him, though. Like, I was like, me and him used to always, you know, go in the backyard and play football all, all the time. Right. So once I finally got older, you know, so when I was seven, like when I was following around at seven, he would, he would like teach me things about football. So when I got to nine, I was kind of advanced. So when I went out there on the, when I went to play my first year, like people was, they were surprised. Like, he's good. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's, exactly. he's fast. I was about one of the tallest players on the team. But at the time, it was like, like that was my first time like going against like people that was older than me type thing. So like I was, my heart wasn't ready. Like physically, I was ready, but my heart wasn't ready. Right. So when it was like, Tyvis, we need you to go in the game type thing, I kind of like froze up because I'm like, I don't, I ain't ready yet. Ain't exactly. Ready and I remembered, like I remember that point of my life, and I was just so disappointed in myself. Like, like you didn't, you you got everything it takes to be great. 
and like to be good, but you you like it's not in your heart right now type thing. Because I was like, in my mind as a kid, I'm like they older than me, like now they they they're better than me type thing. So I remember that the next year I took the year off. I was it, I was ten years old. I was like, you know what? I ain't, <laughs> took the year off. I took the year. I was like, I ain't even gonna do it. My my uh, coach, my immunity league coach, used to be like, Tyvis, man, you gotta come play." He's like, "I got," he's like, "I got you equipment anytime you're ready." And I'm like, "I'm not playing this year," type thing. So I didn't play that whole season. <laughs> he played that whole season, and he still, still to this day, he still brings that up. Like, I can't believe you took that year off. You'll be so much better. You would just play. Come back 11 years old now. Now 11 years old, I, my mom was right. My heart was right. My mom was right. I didn't care if the person was 50. I was ready. Like it didn't matter to me at the time. So it, I think I took. I needed that year off just to get my mind right, like mentally prepare myself. And from that moment on, I've been just good ever since. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. And now being a DB myself uh, from Chicago, I really followed Midwest sports, you know, very closely. And, yeah. and so I followed you throughout your season, you know what I'm saying, at Ohio State. And I vividly remember the uh, the the GoPro draft story that they did on you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that. <laughs> you know what? I, I ain't watched that in so long. But you know what? Usually before every football season, I used to watch that to keep myself like – amped up and motivated you know because i was like like that right there showed like that i was slept on like type thing like they really overlooked you bro yeah like yeah like they like like i ain't good though like like that's what like you y'all take all these people y'all gonna say that they better than me type thing so i was like okay i took it like all right i'm about to go show y'all something show you something so i took my chances and went to seattle after that and I ended up making the team that year as an undrafted rookie against all odds. <laughs> and I had a solid season. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Man, that's beautiful. And I remember, so it basically followed, you know, your training up to up to, uh, from the senior bowl all the way, you know, your path to the draft. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, yes. So what was that experience like, you know, uh, working with GoPro and documenting these sacred moments of your career? Oh, they was fun, man. Go, GoPro got some, because they was all kind of young. Like, the people that I was working with was kind of young. So it was a dope, like, crowd to talk to. You know, they was, and they, they didn't, like, like, I wouldn't say they knew a lot about football. So I was giving them a lot of, like, the inside looks right. of what goes on type thing. And it was kind of cool. Like, the senior bowl was cool with it. Like, they was like, you can do whatever you want. Just wear the camera whenever you want to and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool to see how many people, like, didn't mind me, like, documenting my life, basically. Like, it was, they was very supportive. Um, I remember going to the senior bowl. We did, like, a bunch of things. And they was like, you can wear the thing. You, you can wear the thing all the way until, basically, it's time to go in the game. Man. And I was like... I ain't that. I definitely ain't no do it. Like, it was, yeah, it was cool. Man, that's what's up. And so you made it farther than most guys, you know, on the NFL and just the football journey in general. So would you are now are you currently a free agent at the moment? Yes, yes, currently, yes, I am. You have an extensive background in the NFL. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of relationships that you've built. Um, you played on multiple different teams, you know, throughout yes. your career. And so what's it like jumping around, you know, from NFL team to NFL team without a clear future in sight? Well, stressful for one, I tell you that. It is, <laughs> not, it is not something that I would recommend that people do. Um, it, I don't know. For me, 
it was always like, like I don't know. It was kind of like people didn't really. I so I've been in the league. This would be this would be my fifth year in the league, and I feel like through the five years I've been in the league, I never really got like a fair shake to like start. Like I feel like I got all the qualities to be a good starter in the league, but for some odd reason, teams just haven't given me that opportunity type thing. And it's not like I don't practice well. It's not like when I get in, I don't do well. So it was always like, you know, what is it? What is that? I wish somebody would have just told me, like, what is that one thing that you need to see from me for me to prove to you that like I am good enough to do this? And for me, in my first few years in the league, I kind of bounced back and forth. Like, I came in. In college, I was a safety. Then I got to Seattle. They made me go to corner. Then I left there. I went to the Browns, played safety. Left the Browns, went to the Colts, played safety. Then they switched me to corner. No, actually, I went to corner, then they switched me to safety. Then I go back to Seattle as a corner. Then I go to San Fran as a corner. Then they switch. Oh, my God. We're getting lost in transition right now. It's kind of like I never really got to have, like, a groove. Like, once I just started getting good at my spot, like, comfortable at my spot, they would switch my position and make me go play something else, which is fine. I mean, it's, it's not as bad as it seems, but it does make a difference because it's like you, you need the repetition. You need the reps at it to be, like, great basically exactly and once and to keep flipping back and forth now you got to learn a whole new position type thing and it was it was a lot but you know what i was willing to do it because like i was i mean it was my dream to be in the nfl so and it was good that i had the ability to do it but i think if i would have just stuck with one thing like that kind of was one thing i think about like if i would i just came in the league and just played just strictly safety like i wonder how much successful i would have been type thing like I don't know if me flipping back and forth was good or bad for my like, career if yeah. that makes sense that's what it's been like uh not having a clear future in mind though that's I mean you don't you kind of don't think about that like you like once you go to a different team you kind of think like all right it's a fresh start you know I'm gonna just do everything I, they asked me to do do it to the best of my ability and you know let the chips fall where they may you know it's it's another opportunity basically I never looked at it like you know, this could potentially be my last one. You know, I was always like, I'm going to make this one the for sure one type thing. Exactly. So I always had that mindset. And I felt like like the, the one that caught me by surprise was my last year in San Fran and this past season when, when I was in Denver. So the San Fran one caught me off guard because, like, they had moved me to – they had moved me to safety and – I had I made my first NFL start. We was going against Oakland on the Thursday night game. Okay. And th- it, it was a short week and I was at corner, but I kind I knew safety. Like I knew it, but they was like, you know, just no both type thing. Man. So, oh, they stayed doing that, bro. I feel you. Right. right. <laughs> just you know, no both. So anyway, so let me tell you this is how they did me. So we get to we playing before we even get to the Oakland game, we was playing Arizona. And I was active that game, but they were like, "Type, you are a corner this week. Strictly corner. Don't even worry about safety. So I'm like, bet, right? Right. I'm That's on, perfect. I'm on, yeah. I'm on special teams. Like, all right, boom, we're doing good, blah, blah, blah. So I started safety goes down. So the backup goes in. Like, all right, cool. You know, still. So I'm at corner anyway. So I'm like, ain't got nothing to do with me, right? So then the, the backup safety goes down. <laughs> so they're like, Types, we need you to go in that safety. So I'm like... <laughs> I, at this, if you haven't seen the movie Any Given Sunday, <laughs> oh. at the, 
okay, at the beginning of the movie, right, the two quarterbacks go down and really and Jamie Foxx on the bench sitting there talking, eating uh, sunflower seeds, chatting at the end of the bench. And they like, Beeman, I told you, he like, Beeman, I told you to warm up five minutes ago. <laughs> he was like, oh, wait, what happened? That's how I was. I was, I was sitting on the sideline down there talking to my boys. And they like, all I hear is time, it's time, you got to go in. I'm like, wait, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I get thrown in the game and we going against Arizona and you know everything we actually went in, forced to fumble. It was like two minutes and some change left. Forced okay, to fumble. We get it. Yeah, we get it. So you know, in football, you get the ball with two minutes, offense get the ball with two minutes left. You know, they get one first down. That's game. Mm-hmm. I done forced the phone. I'm thinking to myself, all right, I'm getting ready to talk to the press after the game. Like, exactly. Look, they should have been put me in. You know how I do. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Look, the offense goes out there. It goes three and out, and we punt the ball away. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> I go back. We got to just, just hold the lead. Just hold the lead. <laughs> they end up throwing like a chunk play, first play. Like, all right, we good. Make long story short, they get down to the red zone. They hit me in the back of the end zone for a game-winning touchdown. I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> so, in my mind, I'm like, well, it's over with, man. You know, they're going to fire me. They're going to fire me this upcoming week. They're going to cut me for sure and bring somebody new in. And um, my position coach, uh, Jeff Halfley, who's now at Boston College, he was like, he was like, you know what, Tyvis? After the game's like, Tyvis, don't even worry about it. That's on, that's on me. I'm gonna take that because you wasn't prepared for to even go in that game. They shouldn't even did you like that. Blah blah blah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So Sounds I'm, good. I'm, 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 I, yeah, I'm hot about it though. I'm like, man. <laughs> Anyways, so the short week comes. They like, Tyvis, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna weigh that. We're gonna let you just go ahead and start this next game. And see how you do. I'm like, yo. So, I, yeah, right? I'm like, all right, man. Like, like, I think it's like year three in the league. So, I'm thinking, man, after three years, man, I'm finally about to be a starter. Like, I'm starting my first NFL game. It's a Thursday night game. Everybody going to be watching the type thing. All right, man. So, I go out there and I do fairly well. You know, I do I do all, everything right, perfect, blah, blah, blah. We blow them out. We blow uh, Oakland out. I don't remember the score, but we end up blowing them out. Something and everything good. Man. Come in the next week, get released, man. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that, that's what? Exactly what I'm talking about. Now you see how I got caught off guard because I'm like, what? Yeah, got released the next week, man. And then they ended up bringing me back for the last two games, but it wasn't nothing serious. So then last year I spent majority of my time not on the team. Then I ended up signing with Denver's practice squad towards the end of the year. And did really well. You know, I got that. I, now, I got the Denver. So, in my mind in Denver, I'm like, listen, man, this, my mind right. Listen, I'm, they got me strictly at safety. So, I'm like, bet. All right. I'm about to show y'all. I'm about to show the world. Like, I am that thing at safety. Like, y'all going to put some respect on my name. Yeah, y'all going to respect my name, right? So, I'm in practice. I'm in practice every way. Balls to the wall. Like, I'm making plays, right? I'm making plays. I feel it. I feel right? it. Yeah. So, I'm like, man. Even the coach is like, you know what, Tyrus, you, you look good out there, blah, blah, blah. All right. So I never I never get activated. I never get to the active roster, but they signed me to a futures deal, which is a good thing. Now, if they sign you to a futures deal, that means they see some potential in you. They like Tyrus, you know, we we see you in our future type thing. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I'm like, all right, off season, at least I got a team to, that I got that I can, you know, grind my way, work my way up on. 
after the draft, they called me right after the draft. We about to start meetings on Monday because okay. we was the COVID thing had hit. So we started meetings on Monday at like 10 o'clock. They called my phone at 9.30. I said, oh, my God. What did they say? Tyrus, yeah, we're going to re-release you. We're making some moves. Uh, so that's how the, that's how my last conversation went with with, uh, with Tim. So those two right there caught me off guard. Like, I was just like, I can't, like, I don't know what, what I need to do. Like, I don't understand it. I don't, but it is what it is. And that's why, that's where I'm at today. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Not too many people give much insight about, you know, the life of being on the practice squad and then doing well. No, it's the practice squad is a grind, man, because you, you got to do so much extra work. You They even sometimes make you play positions that you've never played before. Oh, yeah. And it's just you do all this extra stuff and you don't even like necessarily it doesn't guarantee you like. Uh, like you're not solidified, I should say. Like they can practice squad players get cut and signed every week. Like you, you're never safe. Like if they cut you, it's not like they losing anything valuable to them. So it's it's crazy. Man, sometimes it'd be like I'd be like, man, but sometimes these dudes be giving good looks, man, on the practice squad. You know I promise you. <laughs> I, I right hand to the I will send you my clips from practice, and you gonna be like, that for real? I'm like, listen, man, I don't get it either. I don't get it. Man, it's crazy. But I mean, hey, uh, you definitely had the road to glory uh, leading up to Ohio State. You know, the powerhouse. Yeah. Now you yes. were now you were recruited by Jim Tressel and Urban Meyer, and then Urban Meyer. So did the coaching staff change like in any way affect your recruitment? No. Um, well, I mean, it didn't matter who was on the coaching staff. I was still coming to Ohio State, but as far as like I was already committed, so I, I guess Urban just went ahead and just accepted it like that. But I think if I wasn't, if Jim Trestle never gave me the offer, I don't know if Urban would have recruited me type thing. So I was, I'm actually grateful for Jim for that. Because <laughs> I don't think Urban would have gave me a scholarship. If it At least he hooked it up. He hooked it up before he got right. it. So it was a good thing that I was already committed and he just honored the commitment. So that's good. Man, I mean, you had offers from Power 5 schools across the country. Now, yes. was it just – was you say it was destiny for you to um, choose Ohio State? Was it a no-brainer compared to the other schools? Absolutely. Listen, <laughs> listen, ever since 2002, man, I wanted to go to Ohio State. Once they beat – once they beat uh, Miami in the in the uh, Fiesta Bowl, I said, "Yeah, for sure." But the Natty, <laughs> I'm, I'm going there for sure. Hey, ain't no cool. way. Like I, I told my, I told my grandma and everybody, like I'm going to Ohio State. If I get the chance, I'm, that's where I want to play. So when that offer came, it was like, huh, don't nobody even need to call no more. We good. I already know where I'm going. <laughs> and you know they're going to be calling because, you know, schools see Ohio State. They're like, all right, well, Michigan State. What are y'all? We got to holler. We got to see what this dude about. <laughs> we got to see about him. Exactly. So, all right. So now this past summer was arguably, inarguably, the summer of athlete empowerment in college sports. Now, What's changed since you've played in terms of athletes, like, speaking out? Uh, well, they're definitely doing it more. Um, <laughs> I think now they have such a – like, some of these college athletes got, like, such a large voice or people – like, a large following, so people listen to what they say. Mm -hmm. And 
it was just a beautiful thing to see like a lot of people that were speaking out on uh, social injustice, um, the, the COVID thing, like, telling people to, you know, wear their masks. Um, it was just a lot. It was just good to see like all, of all races, you know, usually, especially when it comes to the, uh, the social injustice, it was just, like, it was, it was good to see this time that it just wasn't black players. It was white players that was coming in because their voices, like, it was good that they, they finally recognized it. Like, you know, all, for all these years, people just kind of, like, turned the eye to it. Like, or, like, in, in private, they'll say, like, I understand what's going on and I feel where you're coming from. But it was good for them to to voice their opinion publicly. You know, it was like, wow, like, y'all are, right, so we not just teammates. Like, you actually do care about me as a human being. In real life, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> so this is our, like, you you mess with me outside of this facility type thing. Like, that's what it felt like for to see, like, the, the white athletes speak out on that. So, yeah, it was yeah, college sports definitely, yeah, they definitely did their thing with that this year for sure. Yeah, man. And I mean, you seen that they were doing the, the whole opting out like of the season and things like yeah. that. Now, would you say that your generation of players would have done the same? Absolutely out? not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Listen, it, I, it's like I get it. Like while, while players are opting out, <laughs> I get why they're doing it. But like for me, like. I couldn't have done it. For, I couldn't because because it's of the players that I was playing with. Like those is like my brothers. Like we we'd have been in college for three to four years together. We'd have went through the best times and the worst times. And it's like I had the most fun playing with them. So and you when and when you get to when you get to the pro, it's not like that. Like you because the roster's always changing. So like anytime you try to get like like your best friend could be somebody like that's undrafted. But he might be gone. They might not. They, he might be released the next week, type thing. Like you might have a new corner or a new safety that you got to work with the next week. In college, no matter what, unless somebody get hurt, you will be seeing the same person. Yeah, that's your dog. Yeah. yeah, like that's my yeah. This my roommate. I've been with the guy for three <laughs> years. Even if he ain't been a starter, he's still been here, type thing. So it's it's like one of those type things where it's like you ain't got no choice but to to like deal with that person. So it's kind of like a family atmosphere. Like in the league, they try to call it like a family thing. But like I say, the roster changes. People get released all the time. So it's kind of hard to have that, build that bond with people. And they hear today, they hear today going tomorrow type thing. So I, back to your, back to the, you know, the point though. No, I would have, I would have played because like I said, I enjoy playing with my friends or my brothers and I had the best times with them. So I wouldn't, I, I felt like I would have let them down if I wouldn't have played type thing. Right. Absolutely. It's been a weird season. I mean, the uncertainty of the games and the schedule just kind of being up in the air. Like, what are your thoughts on the season up to this point, you know, and looking forward? Um, I think it's been <laughs> – it's been all right, you know. Some games been canceled, like, as of to be expected. I mean, you know, because you can't control everything. Um, I think they're doing a pretty fairly decent job with it controlling it as much as they can but it's 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 one it's a lot of players on on NFL and college teams so it's hard to to limit who people see and who they're around mm -hmm. that's that's tough um but I think they're doing pretty good um moving forward I, I'm scared moving forward because it's just like the the whole world is spiking and mm -hmm. I I pray that the season don't just get canceled but it I <laughs> 
the way it's been looking lately, man. Right. You got the SEC canceling games. Now, SEC don't man, never cancel yeah. nothing. Yeah, man. It's, it's not been looking good lately. So, I, I pray that, you know, people start washing their hands and wearing masks and stuff like that so we can stop the spread. But, like, as if it keeps continuing going the way it's going, I, I – you ain't going back to Columbus. You going to go to the next game or what's up? Yeah, right. <laughs> it might not make it, man. Look, and, they, and I'm bad that old state canceled theirs this week, man. my heart. You know how boring it is to not watch them play on Saturdays, man? I, I basically don't even want to watch college football, to be honest with you. I feel you. Especially being in Ohio, you know what I'm saying? It's like you looking forward to seeing them Bucks play, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. Because you know, you know they're going to win, man. <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of how much they win by. That's what we want to see, like how much they win by. So the team right now is being led by Justin Fields. Now, some people are saying that he might be the best quarterback that Ohio State has seen. Now, what are what are your thoughts on that? Where does Justin Fields rank in your Ohio State quarterback? Right now, he's doing some amazing things. Uh, I really wish he would have gotten a whole season. Um, it's sad that he, his games is getting cut short. But right now, the way he's playing, I mean, he's, he's lights out. Um, as far as the best quarterback of Ohio State history, like that's – That's a lot right there. I, I, I mean, listen, he's making a great argument for it, but, like, he got to – we'll see once he finished the job. Well, if the job gets done, then, yeah, we can, we'll talk about that. But right now it's too early to call because it's it's a lot that can still go on. So, But if he continues to play the way he's playing, he definitely will be in that conversation for sure. Nice. All right, cool. And wrapping up with this, uh, what would you say some of your predictions are for the NFL and college season? As in, like, the who's going to win it all? Yeah, who's going to win it all if we get there? <laughs> oh, well, we know Ohio State going to win. It's going to be Ohio State versus Clemson. It's going to be the battle of the, the yeah. future number one picks. Whoever has the best the game will probably potentially be the first pick in the draft, so it's going to be a lot to play for. It's going to be a lot for the Heisman. So that's – yeah, it's going to be a lot. So I definitely go be Ohio State versus Clemson. Even though Clemson did lose to Notre Dame. Just I, lost. I, I'm not willing to believe. I'm not buying I'm not drinking the Notre Dame Kool-Aid. Okay. I'm not saying that Notre Dame is back to the old Notre Dame. But they did play well and they should have blew Clemson out. But I think Trevor Lawrence does make a huge difference for them. So that will be interesting to see. Um and as far as the NFL goes, you know, I'm torn. I'm torn because at the beginning of the year, I said it was going to be Se- – I thought it was going to be Seattle versus Kansas City. But the way Seattle's pass defense has been lately, I I, I just don't What's see like it happening. happening. What, like, these past couple games like- – You know what? I was talking to my friend. It hurts my heart to see that they, they have fallen to this because it's – it's really bad. Like, they they putting up one of the worst seasons ever. But they're winning games. And, I mean, Russell's doing his thing. But he it's not going to happen forever. Like, it sucks. Like, obviously, last week they ran into a problem. But so I, I can't – I can't – I'm going to have to go against them because I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying Seattle's going to win it. Uh, I think Kansas City uh, – it's going to be Kansas City versus Pittsburgh, I think, for the to, to make it out the AFC for sure. And I think I think Kansas City's gonna win because that passing attack is too much. Yeah, it's too mean, man. It's too mean. It's too mean. Yeah, it's a lot. And you got to play. You got to be extremely disciplined and 
I mean, granted, Pittsburgh's pass rush is really good, and they're going to have to go do – like put in a lot of work to get to hunt Mahomes and contain them. But I think he's just going to magician some stuff and end up getting them in there. So, I have to say, Kansas City and to make it out of the NFC, that's, see, that's the problem, right? Because I want to say – I want to say Green Bay. Like, I, I really do. I hate Green Bay. I hate Green Bay really with a passion. Know. I really want to say Green because they are playing really well right now. I can't lie. Aaron Rodgers is playing well. Aaron Rodgers is playing well. What you, the whole team is playing well. I, I just Aaron Rodgers is always playing well. And Aaron Rodgers is one of them quarterbacks that he gets better week to week to week. He always gets one bad – he gets one or two bad games, but then he gets better every week after that. And he's already had that one game against Tampa Bay. It was terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> but I – but I, I, I want to say, man, it might be – is he the Green Bay or I'm calling the Saints? The Saints. Yeah. I, I wanted to pick Tom, man, but I wanted to pick Tom and the Buccaneers. But they're rebuilding, they man. They can't stay healthy, man. <laughs> they keep like they just, every week it's a receiver down or something. And then the Saints just did them real bad. It, so I don't know. I don't know. But I'm scared to bet against Tom, though. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't want to bet against Tom, but uh, it might. I think it's either gonna be. The, it's gonna come down to Green Bay and the Saints, and I don't know who's gonna win out of that. <laughs> but Kansas City for sure. Kansas City. All right. Well, hey. I guess. I guess we'll see, man. And uh, we'll have to. I, I'm. I'll be excited to. I hope you keep that same energy next time you come on the podcast, bro. Because no, I always had this energy. Come on now. You are gonna be like, man. He called it. He showed called it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what's up, man. It was great having you on the OVL podcast, my guy. Uh, stay up. We look forward to seeing you on the NFL team soon. My Appreciate that, man. God willing, sir. All right. Take care, brother. Thanks for tuning in to the Overlook Podcast. Be sure to tune in to the No Cap Pod hosted by Tyvis Powell and Eleven Warriors. Stay tuned for next week's episode.